welcome, welcome, welcome back everybody to the HNS Podcast. Yee! This is episode number, uh, shit, I don't know. For lack of a better number, we'll call it, we'll call it 420. <laughs> <laughs> episode, episode 73, I believe. Um, for those of you guys tuning in and wondering what those sweet, sweet sounds are starting off the uh, episode... That is none other than Little Yachty's We Saw the Sun off of his newest record. Let's give that man a round of applause because it is still in my rotation to this day. We don't want to get we don't want to get taken off of YouTube, right? So we don't want to get taken off of YouTube. So shout out Yachty, shout out the team. Um, Stone Cold, can you give me a motherfucking hell yeah? Give me a hell yeah, guys. This is the Urban Society Podcast. I am your host, Herb. This is my co-host, Mello. And today we got a very special episode for you because uh, got a lot of things to talk about. And you know what? One of those things happens to be Little Yachty's record. So it's a little bit suiting that um, we started off with that project. Very, very spacey banger. Dude. All right. What do you think of the whole thing? I think it was very uh, spacey, very melodic. Uh, there was a, it's really fucking weird though. It's like, it's almost like, I don't know if I'm the only one that feels uh-huh. this way, but it's almost like, I could see why people don't want to like it, but you okay. can't help but to fucking like it, cause it's like, I don't know, it's like he went and he fucking threw the fishing rod out deep in the pond, dude. As soon as I started playing it, I was like, hold up, this is different. Right. This is really different. Completely different. Completely different. Like, the opening song straight up sounds like Pink Floyd. Right. To me, all right, this is, look, we're not even, like, two minutes into the podcast. I'm about to lay down the hottest take. And look, and I want you guys to hold me to it. Because in, like, ten years or so, when you guys are still listening and we're, like, huge and blown up and shit, you got to say, damn, this guy was right. Little Yachty's album, Let's Start Here is this generation's Dark Side of the Moon. I'll say it, I'll say it right now. Because Dark Side of the Moon, it wasn't, you know, like, everybody loved it. The Pink Floyd fans loved it. But it was more so, like, the mainstream people that loved it and stuff. I feel like, and it was like a slow burn, you know. At first, they didn't really know how to feel about it. This album is going to be the exact same, I believe. I think uh, Lil Yachty's new record, a lot of fans, I imagine, of his older stuff aren't rushing to this. But man, when they do, I I think it's one of those things that like it's it just naturally gonna get slept on, until like, you know I I think though like most of us that do fuck mm. with that album like that I think like we're we've matured in mm. in the music, in the music mm. you know so it's like we saw everything we heard a bunch of shit. And it's whatever's really, but and now we all just get fascinated by this new new shit. And I think it's like cool. I think it's like, you know. And it's funny to see. Uh, just today, I I was on. I happen to be scrolling by on a little quick scroll on Facebook, uh-huh. and I realized like somebody was giving uh, Yachty his props about that, and they were like, "Yo, this shit is hard. Like this, this mm-hmm. shit is really unique. Like this is that real pops new rock star shit." Mm-hmm. And I just saw a bunch of people like laugh, reacting, and talking shit. Like, and man, shit. that was not a good record. Yeah, and then I'm just like, <laughs> and I, and like, I, I'm gonna lie, yeah. I looked through it and I just see there was just a bunch of like, kind of like older people, and like I, I get it because you know older people I feel like are stuck in their ways and they know they think what's classic mm-hmm. and what's that. So oh, it's like older people clowning them. Yeah. Interesting. So so it's kind of weird, but but you know it's like I feel like it should be reversed because it's like they should know better. They should mm-hmm. know that Pink Floyd and mm-hmm. you know like. Well, check this out. I, I stumbled into a YouTube video, and it was this guy reviewing the album. It was like a first reaction type deal with his dad. Yeah. Heartwarming. All right? You guys can call me fucking pussy or sad or whatever. But that video, just the bond that that dad had with that son. Because the son didn't know what to expect. The yeah. son loved little Yachty for old Yachty. So he's listening to it, and he goes, I don't know if I like this too much. You know? I imagine it's going to resonate with what people who... Listen to it today. If I like, ah, I don't know if I like this too much. Like, what is this? This isn't what I expect from Yachty. Meanwhile, his dad is having the fucking time of his life. Really, best album he's heard in years. Like, I'm telling you, like, this album is amazing when it comes to like rock. When it comes to psychedelic rock, right? This album is monumental. Like, it's crazy as fuck to think this is by Lil Yachty. Like, fuck, man. I, if he would have done it under like another name or some shit, like. Uh, 
don't know. Yeah. But dude, I don't know, bro. <laughs> but look, I, all right. First off, sh- shout out to not just Lil Yachty, but also shout out to Diana Gordon. I believe yeah. that's her name. Yeah. The the lady who's singing on fucking pretty much all the other songs. Dude. Like she's she fucking killed. Like it is that her name? I hope so. Because dude. Uh it was just the singing on that record. Like it's almost like it's a it's a I would have called it a collab record between, you know Yachty Yachty and, <clears throat> and Diana Gordon because like her singing from the opening track to all the fucking songs in between to the last song, it's like fuck, dude. It elevates it. It just takes it to that next level, you know? And it's it's such a good record. If anything, it's going to put that lady on. Like, I no disrespect if she is already on. I mean, I imagine she is. But it's gonna she's, she's going to cross over to a whole other fucking side of, of right. music, you know? Because I never knew about her. And now, like... Diana Gordon, you know, it's like fucking a. Oh no, it's a good record, man. It's a good record. But that being said, uh, what was what was your favorite song on it? Uh, I think it was the honestly my favorite. Uh, it's probably like, I just think it like it, it really goes with uh-huh. me, and I I I think it like describes the time of my life, and it's really cool. It's that song. Uh, is it? I feel pretty. Oh yeah, dude. Pretty's a good ass song. That I don't know why. Pretty's a good song. But dude. the way that shit just comes on, like I'm I'm just in outer space. I'm like fuck everything. Like Yachty, don't take us down. YouTube, don't take us down. This is pretty. Let's roll. A little it. Yachty. It's a smooth ass song, dude. It's smooth. This record, that little singing that he does in the background, that little warble. Dude, it's <laughs> he fucking nailed it, dude. That little warble, like he he pretty much teased everybody with Poland, and he said, "Check this out. I'm gonna make this funny ass thing. You guys are gonna meme the fuck out of it. Absolutely. You're not expecting what's coming, dude. This is good shit, man. It's a good ass record. Look, I think it's cool. I think it's innovative. I think it's going places. Huh. I think that it was not appreciated enough. But I think with that goes to say that I think a lot of things go very unappreciated. I think a lot of things go get taken for granted. I think that uh, we are in a weird place in time where artists are expected to put out tracks every month, tracks every year. You know, I was, uh, you know, talk about another artist. You you fuck with Flatbush Zombies? Oh, yeah. So today I saw that they made a post and they were talking about some some art shit that they got going on. And then I realized that uh, one of the first comments on there, somebody was like, oh, uh, you know, I fuck with whatever art you got going on, but when are you guys going to drop new music? And they had just uh, Michi... Uh, Michi Dargo, he had just dropped an album, and uh, you know, so they came back with a comment. They're like, "Yo, we just we like we every just year dropped a project." Bro. Yeah, like, and, like, what the fuck? You guys want us to just drop and drop and drop? And right, drop? and it, I feel like that devalues shit so much. And it's you know, because I get it. We love hearing new music. I want to hear. Mm-hmm. I I would love to hear unreleased music from Mac and Juice, mm-hmm. but also waiting for it, mm-hmm. and you know, like letting it drop unexpectedly whenever they want to. Mm-hmm. I think that. That really, like, brings out the best quality. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I think it makes it more special because, you know, if you get things when you want from an artist, that that doesn't, it's not special anymore. So when I feel like when they're on their own time and, you know, they're at a certain place in their life to drop that music, like, I feel like it resonates more. It, you know what I mean? Absolutely. I mean, like, shit, look at, look at Kendrick. He took, what, like, five years, seven years to drop a record? Right, that latest one that he did, the... Uh, yeah, that's... Kendrick awesome. and the Mr. Brown, the Big Steppers. Yeah, Mr. Brown, the Big Steppers. Man, and unappreciated album. I feel like all oh, well. I don't think it talked about enough. Obviously, you know he won. The, he won the Grammy, right? He for that one, yeah. For best rap album, it's a good ass record, dude. It's a good and I, and I I think it doesn't get played enough, honestly. And I and I think the reason why though is just the same cliche bullshit. Mm. It didn't talk about hoes and boats and chains and shit. You know what I mean? People aren't ready for. Uh... For therapeutic growth, people aren't ready for... Taking accountability Yeah, for accountability and conversations like that, you know, it's... Right. It's a shame, honestly, because when you... I thought a lot of people said it's that that's that shit that you can't really listen to in the car. I'm like, nah, it's the complete opposite. That's the shit you slap on the 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 car. Yeah. Exactly. And, you know, but fuck it. It's like, I think... The reason why it does bang, though, and why those records like Little Yachty's 
you know, uh, let's start, let's begin here, let's start here, and, you know, Kendrick's work, I think, like, it still bangs, I think it's, like, it's meant to reach whoever's gonna reach, and whoever it doesn't reach, then those people weren't meant to fucking, you know what I mean? To tap in. To tap in. Yeah, it's I mean, because like at that. the end of the day, it's not meant for everybody, you know, it's 8 billion people on this planet, name one thing all 8 billion people like. Shit, it's fucking most of us. Some of us don't even like drinking water. That's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Yo, speaking of water, bro, we got to talk about that a little bit later in the show. Yeah, but yeah, know. man. Hey, shout out to uh, shout out to Lil Yachty. Shout out to everybody out there making music without caring about what anybody else thinks. You know, just like literally being true to yourself. That's good shit. You know. Yeah. So I noticed those lights went out. Can you put on the room light? Yeah, yeah, we can throw on the room light. <clears throat> Alright guys, so check this out Next topic um, I wanted to take a moment And give a quick shout out to a, a guest that's coming in the future And actually very soon I think she should be in on an episode Here in the next week or so um, It's Allie I believe that She is a Worker and rep for Home State Dispensary That's opening up in the crossroads This weekend so as you guys are hopefully listening to this episode, it should be up, you know, around Friday-ish, before the weekend. Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Home State Dispensary is having their grand opening. Make sure you guys go out there and support. Um, they're going to be having good-ass deals on everything. Uh, but, you know, just a little shout-out there. She's going to be coming on a little bit later in the future of the show, and she'll be talking a little bit more about that. And it's actually going to be an interesting episode because... With Mellow here, um, we, we have a kind of like a debate going on online about whether or not, or just what like the benefits are, you know, the pros and cons of, of dispensary versus the pros and cons, you know, of like legacy market. And we're just, we're going to talk about all kinds of shit and that's going to be a good episode as well. So make sure you guys tune into that episode. Fuck yeah. But until then, uh, like I said, this Friday, make sure you guys go out there and support if you do feel like supporting homes, home state dispensary in the Crossroads area. Check that out. Another thing that's happening this Friday, for those of you guys who are local to the Kansas City, Missouri area, I guess uh, we might have listeners in New Zealand and stuff, and you guys probably wandered around, and you're like, where the hell is this home state dispensary? Not with you, buddy. In Kansas City, <laughs> Missouri, okay? If you guys are in town, La Plaza Tattoo and Art Gallery, which are close friends of mine, they're pretty much responsible for like 90% of my ink on the body. Um, they're throwing an event called the Sweetheart Special for Valentine's Day. Uh, Friday, February the 10th. Um, they did not tell me to say that. I just did it out of love. You guys are pretty dope. Uh, so check them out, man. If you guys happen to be in this area, you know. Is that on Friday? Yep. Hit up Southwest Boulevard, get some ice cream. Hit up Palacana, get some fucking smoothies or get some ice cream because, you know, they're the plugs as well. Shout out Palacana. For any of you guys' uh, sweets and treats needs, hey. hit up some of their locations around town. And then on your way from Palacana, you know, stop by the dispensary, get some stuff, and you got your day pretty much planned out. As for Sunday, we're going to get fucking Super Bowl ready. It's going to get pretty fucking lit. But yeah, man, um, other things about Kansas City, since we're talking about it, I wanted to shit on a couple bars, but I also <laughs> wanted to praise a couple bars. Yeah. But before we do that, uh, let's hit you guys with some fucking news. I bet you guys didn't know about this, or you did. It just depends. You know, I have demographic from all over the place. Something big is happening here in Kansas City. Something big is happening. Everybody knows Kansas City for one of two things, all right? People got it tattooed everywhere. We've been repping it for years. Kansas, Missouri. 913 or the 816. Now we're about to introduce another fucking area code. I don't know how you guys feel about this. Are you guys feeling like Mr. Stone Cold over here? <laughs> I'm, I'm super curious about the what is what is the new area code? So the new area code is something that just doesn't have the same ring to it. Nine seven five. Nine seven five. That ooh, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I don't know, man. You guys might like nine seven five. I can already see. Some of you early birds who are running to the tattoo shop to get 975 tattooed on you, ambitious. I like that. Shame energy. on you as well, though. Shame on you, but I like that energy, <laughs> all right? You're an early bird. You think you're a fucking innovator. You're like, fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to be the first 975 area code tattoo. Little did you know that the area that had that before was probably Guantanamo Bay. 
Careful how fast you rush. <laughs> careful how fast you rush into it. All right. Silly but anyways, man. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Kansas City, Kansas guys having a new area code. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Eight one six nine one three. I pretty much have two arms. I'm home. For, I'm home to both. I can't do nine seven five somewhere else. So I. I'm not digging it. But what I'm curious about is what what exactly what area does nine seven five highlight? Is, uh, I'm pretty sure where the most of the development has been happening has either been north of the river or down by Leewood and shit. So it might be further down south, like South Kansas City. All right, because I'm curious because let's I'm check. Like, let's fucking check. <coughs> because you know I just huh? I don't know because you can every, I, I I heard that you can switch your phone number to that nine. Oh yeah, people say you can start switching that now. Man, I don't know how I feel about that shit. It's kind of weird. That's what what I'm saying. For the people who are out there who are really ambitious, the new code 975 will be assigned to new phone numbers as of the Metro's beloved 816 runs out of numbers. What? Yeah. Apparently, we're out of numbers, guys. I haven't wasted my kid. (laughs) No fucking way. That's why the other day when I was telling the the, uh, homie Skip Carter here, the future is just content creation because we ran out of fucking numbers. Each number is attached to a phone. Majority of those phones, smartphones. Smartphones, access to content. We're out of numbers. Guys, make content. There's so many fucking people out there consuming. That's uh, nuts, though. But, but you know, it, it makes you kind of fucking wonder, like, uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Uh, about what area it takes? Yeah, about what... So, so, so I'm looking it up right now. Apparently, um, our good friends at the KMBC say that... The area code will coexist with the 816 area code, which covers Kansas City, St. Joseph, Savannah, Richmond, Odessa, and other areas. That's like bumfuck in the... That's bumfuck. I'm telling you, so it's just going to be bumfuck. They're going to start giving people in the bumfucks who (laughs) are just now getting their first phones, traveling on the PCS. If you call me from... If you call me from a 795 number, I'm going to just assume (laughs) you're you're calling me on one of those like fake phone apps. Dude. I'm going to just block your fucking number. (laughs) I'm not, <laughs> like you better not call me from no nine seven fucking phone. Fuck no! Like what the fuck? Boo! You know if the aerial code wasn't in Ludacris's and and uh, Nate Dogg's song, you know I got area codes. Area codes. Nine seven five is giving me very very fed. It's very fed. Very fed. You know don't yeah don't just, fuck with that guy. He went seven eight five. It's like it's like. <laughs> Oh, what's your number, bro? Oh, my number is nine seven five seven seven. I gotta, dude. My phone just died right now. As you were saying that, I fucking what's happening? Sorry, dude. I mean, look, guys. Um, don't be ambitious. Don't don't get no nine seven five tattooed on you. <clears throat> it's not worth it. No. Keep getting eight one sixes. That's a solid life decision. Yes. Um. All right. <clears throat> Since we're speaking about Kansas City, it's time to shit on a couple bars. Guys, if you know me, you know that I rarely go out. And because I rarely go out, a lot of places are new to me. You can, you can mention any place that's popular. Society, never, or social, never been there. Um, the Mockingbird Lounge, never been there. Johnny's on 7th. Wandered in, realized I was there, wandered out. Guys, look, so a lot of places are new to me. I never knew of a place called... Blarney Stone. The Blarney Stone. Fucking damn. What did you know about the Blarney Stone, dude? So the Blarney Stone, which is actually located on... It's on Broadway Boulevard. Well, don't give them more clientele. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, but, yeah, but yeah, yeah, they're they're on the main street. They're not on main, right? They're on Broadway? Yeah, they're on Broadway. They're on Broadway. Across the street from the Shady Shell. <laughs> from where? From the Shady Shell. Oh, my God. Shady Shell. So th- so there's a... Uh, before we even get in, jump into the Barney Stone, oh my God. let's just let's just go over what the fuck even is on this street. So Broadway is already a fucking fucky street, <laughs> as just as it is. Like a lot of fucky shit happens think- on Broadway. <laughs> oh my you God. go on Broadway, you never know what the fuck might happen. Jesus. But so there's this gas station called It's a Shell, and um, we call it the Shady Shell though because when you walk in there. You never know what the fuck they might have for sale in there, and and by I I'm serious. At the shady show? Yeah, like me and my, me and Serge we actually went in there one night and bought a tattoo machine, fifty bucks. At the shady shell. At the shady shell. So the shady shell to me, honestly, it just sounds like a booster shop. It's exactly what it is. It's kind of it is, <clears throat> it is, and you can go in there and you can buy a fucking bread maker machine. 
anything you need. Anything you need. From a Roomba to a set of earrings from Claire's. All types of funky ounce, shit. 12-ounce steak. Motherfucking meth pipes in the back. <laughs> Whatever you need. Whatever you need. You can find that shit at where? The Shady Shell on Broadway. They did pay for this ad. So that's why we have to say it. We had to mention these cocksuckers. <laughs> no, anyway, so yeah. So Broadway's nuts. Probably isn't it? So right across from this month, from this joint is the Blarney Stone, and attached to the Blarney Stone Don't is like a place called Charlie Checks or Chester oh, yeah, Charlie's, yeah, yeah. something like that. Yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. go in there. I'm fuck. I think I might be banned from that motherfucker. Oh, wow! I showed up there too many times without an ID, and they got mad. <laughs> they said, "Buddy, we know you. Yeah. No, you're not identified right now." Yeah, you're like you're. In. Who are you? Who are you? Get the fuck out of here. Uh, yeah, so it's been a minute since I got there, but. The Blarney Stone was a bit more friendly, a bit more consumer friendly. A bit it, was, more... it wasn't bad. The bartender could have, maybe it's one of those places, you know how there's those restaurants and stuff where like you go in and people treat you like shit on purpose? Right. Maybe I don't know. Maybe that's their thing. It... Because I was treated awful and everybody else seemed like they were being treated awful and they liked it. So, right. I mean. It's a weird paradox. It's a weird place, you know? It's yeah. A weird place. Yeah. I, I highly recommend it. If you're feeling trashy, <laughs> trash pandage. You're feeling like fuck the world and just want to have a good time and just get trash real quick and cheap and convenient. It's a good bar. And the clientele, the people who pulled up in there, they're pretty good. Pretty chill people. Pretty chill people, man. They're nice. It feels really homish. They were nice. Nice. They were nice. Nice. No, but yeah, it was cool, man. It was cool. Um, Anyways, the reason I wanted to bring up Blarney Stone, though, is because something crazy as fuck happened. So I was there for my first time ever. Granted, you know, I I was there for like what? Yeah, that was a minute. That was after the podcast the other last weekend, right? Oh yeah, yeah, it was. Um, And then after leaving there, apparently within like ten minutes of me leaving, I mean, who knows? They probably even reached for my leg. (laughs) They were that close. They were probably that close, and I walked away right. So apparently what happened at the Blarney Stone, remember, mind you, first time ever hearing about this fucking place, and that same night something nuts happens. I feel bad for recommending they, that place that they, night. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, apparently there were meth heads hiding underneath the cars, reaching for people, and mugging them for whatever the fuck they whatever had. Whatever they had. Liquor, drugs, wallet, money. You name it. Drop your cash app link. I don't know. OnlyFans. <laughs> they were robbing people for anything, you know, and... Um, just glad I left. Uh, and we ended up going to Dave's co- Stagecoach. Yeah, Dave's Stagecoach. Way better. Way better. Shout out the people there. Shout out the guy who was sitting at the back. If you happen to get my card, scan it, and listen to into the podcast. Shout out you, dude. You were sitting at the back by the pool table, just looking cool as fuck. Right. I can't remember your name, but you were cool as fuck. Dude got his MVP because <clears throat> they almost were trying to let us Absolutely. in. Absolutely. And then the uh, the guy who was there working, uh, I forget your name, too. You had two, two like, mexican of names. Hit me up as well, brother. And if you anybody at um, Dave's Stagecoach who received my card, DM me. We're going to make shit happen. There was a lot of crazy fuckers and friends cool. in there. It was cool, man. It was a cool time. It was a lot of free. <laughs> it was, it was a lot of freelancing in there. <laughs> it was a good time. It was a good time. Um, with that being said, last thing about Kansas City, because I know not all my fans are from Kansas City, and nor do we want this to be a Kansas City-centered podcast. But Kansas City is a motherfucking hub. So we got one more thing to say. Shout out Broadway. Uh, this isn't related to Kansas City at all, but I fucking like this song. This is Burner and Larry June, Broadway. So shout out Kansas City. One more story, and I don't know much about this place or about this person. Woo-hoo! Ooh, let me stop that for you guys. Get a little fart sound in there. Um, Travis Hicks, Mr. Travis Hicks. Apparently, he's a Minecraft guru. Ooh, yeah. Has recreated Kansas City in a server, and it's apparently to detail. So I'm going to have to check that shit out. I haven't played Minecraft in a long time, but I'm going to have to reach out to Travis Hicks. Anybody out there who listens to my podcast or has kids who play Minecraft, look for him. Travis Hicks' server, Kansas City. He has the whole fucking map. And uh, you know what I'm going to do? I'm gonna reach. I'm gonna reach out, and I'm gonna tell him, "Hey, man, can I recreate the HNS podcast in your server, and then we'll live stream live from his server, if possible." That would be so it's possible. Dope. It's possible. I need it. People who stream already with video games and shit, hit.
hit me up. Let's make that shit happen. It'll be a, it'll be a collab episode with you guys because I don't do that, but it sounds cool as fuck. So. Right. I want if there's anybody if there's anybody out there who uh, who plays GTA and creates servers. Holler at us because I think it would be dope to create our own server. Absolutely. And do some fly shit on there. I've been seeing a lot of people have their own servers now, but I'm a little, it's a little like uh, it's a little beyond me at this point, you know. Shit's gone sideways. Things have advanced, so I'm not sure where that's headed. But you know, we can get there. Last thing, and then we're done. We're done with Kansas City, okay? Promise. Last thing. One of my one of my close friends, supporters, lover to death. Kenyana Jones, you know how special you are to me. Kenyana Jones recently started a new juice brand, and I am going to do everything I can to help this shit pop off. Not just because I like Kenyana, but because these juices, delicious. I'm telling you, you didn't get a chance to try them yet, right? No, I I'm going to bring some. She's going to be on the podcast as well. You guys be on the lookout for that. The juice company is called Moonlit Juices. She brought over a sample of all the different flavors. I believe right now there was five, maybe six. Banging. You know how juice is really easy to drink, almost like water? Right. This is the opposite. This is like creamy, kind of thick. But like, man, it, it, the flavor is on point. The combinations that she chose, it's almost like a dessert. So it's not even a, it's not a smoothie, but it's on its way. Highly recommend it. Um, reach out to her. Reach out to her on her Instagram. It's called Moonlit Juice. Um, again, it's still very early on. Um, I'm kind of like in the testing phase. But hey, they're passing my QC, okay? I really want to so, try them. They're good. They're good. I'm, into, I'm, gonna have you to, know I'm, I'm super into juice. Oh, you're super into juice. You're going to love it. You're going to fucking love it. Fuck yeah. Kenyana Jones, Moonlit Juice. Shout out. And with that, we leave Kansas City News. One more time. Applause to everybody from Kansas City. Yay! We're going to take a quick break. I'm going to try to figure out this audio. Listen back to this. Make sure we're everything A-OK. I'm hoping that this quality is way better. <clears throat> I want to give an apologies to Skip Carter for just having like a, a low, low budget, low quality looking fucking interview, man. That's, that's not how we recorded it. We recorded in HD 4K and it just got sabotaged with a lot of compression. I kept trying to move it around everywhere, trying to edit it. We're still learning. And, and at the end of the day, I crunched it. You know what? I'm hoping you guys at least tuned into the audio version of that podcast. We had a great conversation. And Skid also told us that he might be back with some friends. So, again, I apologize for that content not being the best. H&S is still improving every day. We're getting better. And um, hopefully this sounds good. But like I said, we're going to take a quick break. And we'll be right back. But with that, we leave you with Burner, Larry June, Broadway, and potentially a very farty-sounding speaker. Across from me is Melo. Yes, sir. You got it right name. And if you guys are wondering what those sweet sounds in the background are, first time I'm hearing them, the Royce Therapy. And you guys are listening to the HNS podcast. Thank you for coming back. <laughs> Herbs and society. Just so we don't get taken taken down. We're gonna come back and jump back into that here in a couple seconds, man. But alright. First half of this podcast, we bombarded you guys with news about Kansas City. We are done with that, man. Let's get into some more global news. Um since we're talking about a bunch of crazy shit that happened that's happening this weekend earlier, let's talk about what just happened this last weekend. What did happen this past weekend? Well, two things that I thought were hilarious. One, the Grammys came out with all their winners, and we're going to go through that list, actually. I kind of want to see your opinion on it. Well, first off, before we even get into the Grammys, what do you even feel, how do you feel about them? Do you even care about the Grammys? Uh, I do you think like, the cultural relevance is done? It's done, and I want to see everyone dressed like shit. Oh, you seen the pictures? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yo, everyone yeah. dressed like shit. Like, you 
like it's kind of weird because it's it's like okay, I know art can be what's the word like subjective, subjective yeah. to everybody, and you know things can look different. Some people were probably amazed mm-hmm. by their outfits, you know. But there was something off about it. I don't know mm. if you thought the same. The only person mm. who I thought was dressed decently was Kendrick Lamar. Okay. Like, I'm going to be honest. I um I didn't look at the... I'm I'm always into, like, fashion and, like, looking at fashion. But, like, you know, who the fuck am I to say that they look like shit, you know? But huh. I will say that... They, I don't know, man. Like, yeah, they, just, they, yeah, they stepped it up. No, I, Maybe this is just a, weird, uh, a year for weird fashion, you know, like... Ye's out the picture, so they said, well, Ye's usually the one that shows up dressing all weird with a mask or something crazy. Now right. we got to step in, you know? Do we have... Yeah, Doja Cat was, like, the last award show that happened, dressed up as a hot cheeto. Did... Wait, well, that was, was... Wasn't that this one? No, no, no. That was... The Grammys just happened on Sunday. Wait, wasn't she dressed like a red hot cheeto just recently? Yeah, but that was, like, the last award show. That was a... Actually, that was just some kind of... But it was recent, right? Yeah. Okay, I thought but That was wasn't true. yesterday. Oh, it wasn't. No, no, no. That wasn't a Sunday, I mean. Okay. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck is going on with all that shit. Bro. Oh man, you're out the fucking loop, then, brother. Check this out. I'm gonna run through some of the things and let me know how you feel. Did you did you stay uh, up to date with music last year? No, yeah, I did. You did. Well, check this out. Song of the year. How do you feel about this? Bonnie Raitt, just like that. Do you even know that song? I actually fucking know. So you I did? lied about. No, I don't. So I lied about staying up to date. It you wasn't a what? good song. I have no fucking idea. I don't know that. song. Let's slap that shit. And fucking judge the shit to? out of it. Yeah, fuck it. You want to play Bonnie Ray just like that? Let's play Bonnie Ray. Let's give her a chance. Oh my god! I think we got to give everybody a chance. You know? Well, you know what? I don't want to play all of them. No, nah, little let's, fifteen, let's see. little five seconds. Let's see. I'll tell you in the first ten seconds if this is a goer or a no shower. You got ten I seconds, brother. Him. That was ten seconds. You haven't said shit, but let's keep it going. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's go. Uh, Bonnie Ray, just like that. Ass. Song of the year. Ass. Jesus Christ. Listen, she might be good, but the people have spoken. She beat, out, she beat out Hard Part 5. God did. Easy on me. Bad habit. All too well as it was. Break my soul. There was so many other great songs that came out last year, and that beat it out that it's just like. Well, to me, to me, what really threw me off is like, what dictates what dictates her winning with that song? Like, what did people have to vote in? Is that how it works? Oh yeah, yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I think it was a committee of people who had to vote in. See who? But see, it's like we have to. Who's on that committee? Yeah, we have to know face. We have to see faces because if it's just a bunch of suburban fucking well, kids, I, well, I can tell now. That was yeah. a TikTok song or some shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. That came out of some. Not hating on it. It was actually I mean, a cool song, but song of the year, I don't fucking know. I don't know. Um, album of the year, Harry's House by Harry Styles. You don't think so? Ah, uh, no. He, he, it beat out Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. Nah, I don't fuck with it. It beat out Renaissance. Mm-mm. It beat out Un Verano Sin Ti. Nah, nah, there's no fucking way. There's no way. There's no fucking there's no way. way. Guys, this shit's kind of rigged. Well, uh, it, it is paid for because, you know, uh, do you remember that scandal that came out last year where, uh, where, uh, the, the com- you know the companies the the record labels huh. were buying pl- music plays and they were buying YouTube. Oh, true, uh, true, true, yeah. Remember, were do you remember that shit? Stream shit. Yeah, oh, and yeah. Uh, I forgot who it was that was exposing it. I think it was. Uh, well, I know Jay Jay uh, Jay Cole says something about it in one of the songs, and also. Um... Right, so it's like the the real. I think there's a lot of people who just stop giving a fuck about it. Like if you really think about it, like like music award shows ain't really been the same since like MTV and. 106 and Park and shit like that, you know? Well, I say for a while they kind of had our attention, but once Kendrick came out and fucking burned a cop car on TV, <laughs> who's gonna top that? No one. We'll be right back. Okay, and we're back from the break for the third time. You guys are definitely gonna love this episode. This is what I meant. This is what I meant. I'm kind of glad, um, if you guys don't know, we had two guests. Brian Rodas and uh, Jerron Robert Robinson, who had to reschedule both of their podcast appearances these last two days. And I felt disappointed at first, but at the same time, it, it kind of worked out because I got to get a lot of this shit, you know, in order. Right, right, right. Yeah, I mean, if you guys noticed, if you guys are watching the visual, you probably noticed, hey, the microphone's not in the way anymore. We're learning. We are. We're, We're learning, learning, baby. Look, listen, yeah. literally, you're probably wondering, wow, all of a sudden it's a lot louder than that last little five minute segment. 
Guess what? Didn't have the mic plugged in. But you were still picking it up from the fucking regular mic receiver. So, guys, we're learning. Okay? Learning. HNS Podcast. Listen. We get better and better with experience. Listen. I am 73 episodes in. And for the most part, I have been the producer, director, fucking audio engineer, videographer. I have been trying to do everything by myself. There is no fucking team here. Mello has just joined. He's helping out. But guys, for a long time, this was all a solo fucking thing. So it's not going to be perfect. Bear with us. It's not even going to be good. Bear with us, man. Uh, I think we're learning. We're We're catching it quickly. Uh, we're seeing what we're doing wrong, what we're doing right. So, uh, you know, any feedback is greatly appreciated yeah, if you guys well. have any ideas, let us know, man. Any feedback, anything that you think that we should, you know, work on or, you know. Any- even even if you think we should just quit, tell me in the comments. And we'll tell you right to fuck right the fuck <laughs> off. <laughs> tell me in the comments if you guys think we should quit. Because um, any engagement is good engagement. Just tell me something. Okay? Let us know. So, listen, guys. Uh. We were talking about the Grammys, but honestly, we don't fuck. We don't give a fuck. No, the Grammys, much. the Grammys are giving people awards. They're giving people trophies. <laughs> Dr. Dre got a brand new trophy. I heard about it earlier on the Joe Rogan, on the Joe Budden podcast. They were talking about uh, Dr. Dre receiving an all black. What? And this is called just for music. The the Dre the Dre Award. What? And it's just a black award. That's crazy. And the Grammy just. Man, out. the Grammys is just handing out <laughs> fucking Grammys like they're fucking Listen, hotcakes. At least they're not the Razzies. You know about the Razzies? <laughs> I had no fucking idea about the Razzies. That sounded like candy to me. I was like, the Razzies? Like, Pop Rocks? I don't know, something like what that. The, fuck is the that? Razzies apparently is another award show. But this one is getting into some heat. Because they did something that's going to get you guys hopefully riled up. You guys ready? The Razzies gave out an award for the worst actress no. of the year. No way. That's fucking hilarious. Who got the shittiest award of the year? Oh, I'm glad you asked. Hopefully it's someone funny. No, 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 no. You want to know who got the award? Who got it? Hold on now. This. I probably feel like I can't even imagine who got a, a terrible actor award. A 12-year-old girl. No, they did her dirty like they that? They dirty. They said this fucking Sucks. Your acting was terrible. What? What? Terrible. I'm not even gonna bring up her name. I don't even want to bring up her name. I don't what? even want to bring up her name. What? What movie was, uh, was this for? Was it a movie role? I'm pretty sure, either a movie role or something. I didn't do a lot of research in there. As soon as I found out she was 12 years old, I felt like listening to Bonnie Ray just like that <laughs> and saying, "That's it. Fuck the Razzies. Fuck the Razzies. Just like that." Just like that. Sucking sideways, Batman. But listen, man, that's all I had to say about the Razzies. I just thought it was fucking ridiculous. Um, you be- you guys better not have your 12-year-old daughters in some kind of actress you know, roles early, early on and have them be shitty. Coach them because they're no holds barred right now. Talk about uh, acting. No talk about uh, acting and coaching. I didn't know, well, to a certain extent... Alrighty, brother man. So we uh, took a little break there. We had some technical difficulties. If you guys are tuning in after watching the visual episode on YouTube, you probably know what we're talking about. We had a couple punch-ins there. Um, we're figuring it out, you know. We're figuring it out. We have right. a lot of storage issues. All right, <clears throat> we're we got a little updates to do, but yeah, we uh, we left off talking about how uh, about uh, acting and actors. Oh, that's right, that's right. Stuff like that. So I was gonna say, like, I didn't even realize. Or to a certain extent that uh, a lot of celebrities that we grew up with and grew up watching were actually like child actors. Like they've been in the business since like they were born. Oh, yeah. Essentially born into the business, you know. We should look at Drew Barrymore. Right. Drew Barrymore was fucking out partying at bars and shit at the age of like 13. Right. And I didn't even realize, like, uh, one of the craziest ones that I saw and that I really looked into that a lot of you guys should really look into as well is uh, Amanda. Amanda Bynes. Oh, yeah. Remember her? She she uh, she became what's the word whenever you like uh, get away from your parents like you you basically uh, emancipate. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. She immense with the help of Dan Schneider from Nickelodeon. He emancipated her? Yeah, she emancipated herself from her parents, and he got, like, legal custody of, like, him and his wife. 
like portrayed like this loving couple yeah. to her, you know, and, and she, you know, she came out and said that, you know, she felt like she was at home and like she was starting this new career as an actor. And, you know, she was on like other shows before she had the Amanda Bynes yeah. shows. I remember, I think she was a little bit on all that, right? Right, she was young as fuck. Yeah. And uh, I, a lot of, I started to see a lot of stuff come out, like, you know, Reddit, you know, like the, the deep webs. I started reading about how, like, uh, that dude, Dan Schneider, you know, he's a, he was a director, producer mm. for Nickelodeon. Mm. He had, like, a, a weird, really funky fucking foot fetish. Yeah, I remember when I was getting into a lot of conspiracies in, like, 2016, he's one of those names that kept popping up. Right. And I remember hearing something about him potentially birthing her sister in it or her sister's baby i think so yeah jamie lynn's yeah i don't know man look dan schneider he's because they said the baby looks just like him it's a a lot of crazy shit was happening in hollywood a lot of crazy shit was happening especially nickelodeon right uh, yeah that's why that's why remember one of the logos for nickelodeon was that foot with the nickelodeon in the bottom oh yeah and uh, there was a lot of foot what fetish the weird fuck? there was a lot of weird foot shit that happened in, in iCarly and like uh, true. Drake and Josh that's uh, true there's a couple other way other weird scenarios that happened but you wow. know but you know that was just one case of like people getting over like kids and you know young well who knows what happened to Ariana Grande because I know that she's apparently she has some stories too right it, I'm pretty sure she was affected by that Dan, Dan Schneider motherfucker wow you sick fuck but and, but you know like with that being said like I I think there's more than meets the eye I think there's a lot of things that go on talked about you oh know? yeah no when it comes to like when it comes to Hollywood when it comes to the elites they know how to hold oh, yeah. they know they, they know how to withhold information yeah what? yeah they know yeah. how to hold something over you to hold information for sure the blackmailing industry is insane it's huge it's crazy it's huge and you know what we're gonna have to I, I kind of want to get into that on another podcast whenever we have like uh, cool visuals and shit that we can pop up because that's a that's a topic I imagine a lot of a lot of our listeners might be interested in because we grew up watching those shows man I mean we grew up watching Cartoon Network's different productions and Nickelodeon's productions and with a lot of zero the fuck yeah, clue about any of this. A lot of it had like into windows and slow subtle conditioning and like I was I was I was watching this video on YouTube. I was talking about and maybe it's just my cookies, you know, but it says. Why am I into like emo girls with big tits and shit like that? You know, right? It's because look at the. We were watching Chigo on on yeah, Impossible look at, look and shit. The, look at all the fucking female um, heroines. You know, like the that we have been fucking exposed to since we were younger in our TV shows. Right. Almost every every girl cartoon was a baddie back then, and a lot right. of them were like emo baddies, like kind of like, and they were thick, man. So it's like, come on now, y'all. Programmed us to, to like what we like, like that's that's look that's a conversation I definitely want to get into. Like I said on another episode, programming, and 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 I'm gonna leave it at this, okay? Programming, conditioning, programming and conditioning. When people say there's no way, like not only was MK Ultra already declassified, like we already know that was a thing, right? But the simple act of content creation, like literally that. I'm preaching it. Like, I've been saying it. Content creation, content creation. Everybody needs to create content. The people who are creating the content are the ones influencing the other people who are consuming the content. It's as simple as a give and take relationship. Like, if anything, at the end of the if everything can be broken down to, like, a mathematical exchange, somebody is adding and another person is consuming. So, from the jump, when they started making radios and TVs and newspapers... Who was printing stories in the newspaper? Not your grandpa out in the fucking rancho, you know, having to fucking do his job tilling the, the fucking fruit or the or the weeds or whatever. Right. Because he's he's working, he's busy. It's the content creator. It's the guy who made the newspaper. The guy who did this and this. So like from the jump, of course, there's gonna be subtle conditioning, subtle influencing you, because who who's narrating? The yeah, story? who's narrating our history? The rich and the elite who have the money to be able to narrate. I, I feel like that's why it also sub, sub, subtly is called his story. His story, yeah. Because it's not our story. It's just his story. Man. There's but, a lot of truth in words. There's a lot of truth in like... Right. The American the American language is a, is, is a <laughs> big spellcaster. That's what they call it. Spelling. Mm. You know? Casting spells. Spelling. You know? You fucking uh, yeah. you you go to you go to to your job, which job 
is another Hebrew word for uh, basically despair. Mm. So like you're going to your job to to earn, you know, earn is the thing that keeps the ashes for the dead to earn your wages mm. for the week. Mm. On and you have your day off on Sunday, the you know the sun worshiping. Wow. I mean, this goes back like yeah. Roman times. Oh yeah, yeah, like man. The whole act of spelling, the whole act of speech, and all that's right. Much, that's a lot of strength in that, man. Right. That that's why I've never tell anyone good morning because you know you're mourning the loss of a loved one. Mm. Good morning. Like, why would you say that? Or when you say hello, mm. or even health, like mm. like the shit that we're saying is like mm. you're casting spells constantly every day, and I think that's why when people ask me like, oh, you know, how are you doing? I just say better and better. I'm like, fuck it, let's implant that shit in our. I'm doing better. I'm doing fantastic. Right. Nobody needs to know. This guy at work, man. This guy. Shout out CP Flores. Uh, I know that I recently gave him a card. He might be listening, but he doesn't listen to English too much. So I doubt he'll listen all the way to the end. But CP always says whenever I ask him, like, Buenos dias, CP, como estas? He'll be like, um, bendicido. And he's like, ¿y dónde va? Hasta la victoria. For real? Yeah. Really? And damn. I'm like, damn, every day. And he speaks in, uh, what's that word? Affirmations. Affirmations, he yeah. He speaks in affirmations. And, and it's the only way because if you really think about it, like the Spanish language... Mm-hmm. Or other languages in the world, like, we don't really have those, like, spell casting type mm. of shits, you know? Because words really mean what they mean. Mm. And they're more rooted in, like, the original, like, Latin, mm. you know, words mm. and phrases and shit, you know? Mm. But I think like that... Fundamental, fundamental etymological... Right. And well, I, in, the, in America, it's a lot of... Casting spells. Interesting. It's kind of weird, right? But it it's is. like... But if you really think about it... Um, you wouldn't think it doesn't have a huge impact in our everyday life, but uh, it goes. It just goes back to. Uh, I don't know if you ever read a book called The Atomic mm. Habit, uh, where it's like a book where you know they talk about how like a, you're not supposed to do a lot of one thing every day. You're supposed to do a little bit of it mm. every day, you know, because little bits of mm. something amount to a lot, you know, over time. Mm. And I think that's kind of what happens with the American language is that. Yeah, we might not say those things every day, mm. but we say a little bit, one phrase here, one phrase there. Like, mm. and think about it, 365 days of the year, how, like, you it know. Adds up. Yeah, right. And, like, our subconscious doesn't know the difference between whether we're joking around or being mm. serious. And it's like we're casting these spells, and they are essentially keeping us trapped, you know? Mm. That's, you know, <clears throat> the same homegirl who's, uh, who's coming to promote her juices, Moonlit Juice, yeah. Kenyana's uh, coming onto the podcast later on this month to try to change the perspective on voodoo. And along with voodoo comes spellcasting, right? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure she might have an interesting perspective on this as well. Right, right. Like, uh, I actually have another another homegrown sh- I should be meeting this weekend. She She's always said about the power of words, like this power of like a... The reason that she she talked to me about it was because for a while I was drinking those liquid deaths. Right. And she goes, you should be careful with those waters. And I was like, why is that? Is that because they sit in a vessel that calls it liquid death. Right. And we forget that water Mm -hmm. actually is is one of the substances, if not the only substance in the world that retains memory. Mm. So, like, you think about it, you're holding the can of water and you're saying and you're saying the name. Oh, I'm drinking a liquid that you know it's like you know you're you're saying this shit into the water and water retains memory and then you're drinking it into your body so it's it's really fucking crazy shit man well i remember hearing that uh there was a study where people were freezing water and then like if you spoke to it with loving affirmation loving words and stuff the the snowflakes or the crystallization would look very geometrical really beautiful yeah very beautiful and then if you spoke to it with hateful terms it was just Right, distorted, and, and you, if you think about it, we're made out of our bodies are made up of a lot of water. So, water. so imagine the the shit that we're saying to ourselves and other people. That's crazy, man. That's true. You know, like that. I think that also goes to say with like the way we grew up, and it's like, mm. you know how like for example, I grew up in a you know you know in a Hispanic Latino household. Mm-hmm. And it's really crazy to think that, like, whenever you got in trouble, like, you would get yelled at. They would tell you all kinds of buffoonery and cuss words and shit, you know? And, like, you don't think about it then, but it's, like, those words and everything, like, it it does affect you when you get older. It really does. And then that's why, like, 
a lot of us get depressed yeah. and feel anxiety because you know like all those terms and shit it like it built it built us up to make us feel like we're not mm-hmm. worthy of ourselves you know and just pendejos you feel like chingado that shit pinches like, animales yeah you fucking hold on to that shit and you're like damn right especially when you're young like that's just like that, where that's when we're the most of a sponge it's just creating you man right like, that's, and that's, that term we are a sponge isn't a sponge just like a fungus of the water it is Bro, I was I, we were talking about it earlier. Man, I wish this I wish the podcast would have still worked for visuals. This would've been awesome. But uh how we're I was saying that I feel like humans are extensions of the fungus. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh yeah, I think we're like one like we're like maybe like one or two molecules away from what a mushroom is. And uh I was reading about how like before supposedly the dinosaurs around around the, like the the earth was mostly infested with giant mushroom trees. Mm. A lot of mushrooms. Like we're closer to a mushroom than we are to like a, a ape. Oh shit, man, that's that's wild. Yeah, I mean that's why that's why like we're we're beautiful, man. Humanity, like life in general, we take it for granted every day. I say that I say that almost every day. Like I try not to take it for granted because life is so beautiful, man. Right, it's so beautiful and it's so fragile, and and I think that like uh, there's these, you know, I think we have to remember that. Uh, we have to remember that, uh, damn it, what the fuck was I going to say? Uh, In the grand scheme of things, we are nothing? No, no, I think that we have to uh, remember and be careful with it, you know? Of the way the way that we speak to ourselves, to others. Right. The way we act and treat the world. Right, because I think that, like, you know, every day that we walk out of our homes, we become under attack, spiritually. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, I was re- I was, uh... About energy transfer, you know, how energy is real and like every day you're out there with somebody, you transfer energy. Like, I've heard that saying before and I've heard a lot of girls say that, you know, like when they say like, oh, I fucked a bum, he made me a bum, you know what I'm saying? It's like the energy transfer in a way that's kind of, it can be kind of true, you know, like. I think it's 100% true and like, you know, fuck it, let's get into it. I think that how you just mentioned that, uh, it really made me think about, uh, I was watching this lady you know, uh, hopefully I can uh, remember her name and we'll throw her on the credits mm-hmm. for this, you know, so you guys can check her out. But this lady was talking about how uh, the transfer of sexual energy. Mm-hmm. So every person that you ever have sex with, you the, their energy can stay in your body for up to seven years. Damn. Damn. For, for up to seven years. So I was uh, she was also explaining how, like, you know you know having all these sexual partners and stuff like you realize that like traits and habits of you like start to change like Mm. you start becoming like these people or you start to having like you know qualities about yourself Mm. that you didn't have before whether they're good or bad Mm. and you know if they're bad then you start to realize like maybe i've been you know transferring energy with the Mm. wrong people you know and like but it's like it's kind of like the curse of knowledge you know it's like how can how some people don't know like some of yeah. us don't know any better so it's like we're carrying all these different energies mm-hmm. for from multiple sex partners and you know it carries on to you and it, and and then not not just that like for say you know if you catch seven bodies and you have sex with one person that you never had sex before now they have eight bodies and you just transfer that energy onto them so like Shit. sex is most definitely sacred mm-hmm. And I think it's like we really have to be careful, like who, who you share your body with, because you know, at the end of the day, like our body is a temple, you know, mm-hmm. our body is a temple and it's quite fragile. Like our mind, everything is susceptible to who, who you let in that temple. Exactly. You know what I'm saying it's like, damn, people are just in there disrespecting. Right. It's like you're disrespecting the holiness. Right. I feel and it. the holes. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I'm saying? But, man, I mean, hey, it's it's true, though, man. Like, energy transfer is real. Sex is sacred. Our words have power. Like, we're, we've been saying it for the last couple episodes about the manifestation. Right. If, if you can believe something and you can work towards it, if you can see it in your head. So there's power behind all that shit. What you think about, what you feel, what you... Right. What, what do you say? Right. One big advice that I could tell anybody is also, like... When it comes to manifestation, it, it's all about uh, how it's all about your focus mm-hmm. and how you use that focus. So you know, if you really want something, like remember that 
it's not just about thinking about it, but you have to focus in on it for 20 seconds at a time. Focus, like, as long as possible on the thing you want, you know? And we have to remember that the universe, when it comes to manifestation, the universe doesn't give you what you want. It gives you who you are. So it's like... In order, it, you know, it just goes back to the law of resonance and the law of vibration. And the law of, of vibration is is even higher than the law of attraction. So the law of vibration is in order to get what you ask for, you have to vibrate at the same energy, at the same frequency of that of which you are asking for. Shit. You know, it, it just because you ask for it or want something doesn't mean that that's not how the universe works. You know, you you have to plant a seed, right? Like... When it's when you throw a seed out there, it grows. So it's like, you you know, you want a new car, go get the car keys, tuck them away, the car will come to you. Mm. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's really easy as that. You got, you got to have it in your head first before you can. Right, and it has to come naturally. Like it has to be like, no resistance. Like you you know like it. You can't be like you know this is hard. I'm gonna this is gonna be hard. Like oh I know this is gonna be hard. Where it's like that's exactly what's gonna happen. Manifesting isn't hard. It shouldn't be hard. Manifesting should come with ease, you know. Shit. You know, and the thing is, the opposite of manifestation is that you could also manifest, you know, shitty environments, shitty situations, sickness, people, sickness, people who who live in self doubt, people who just. Can't seem but to, you know, be negative, you know? And then you wonder why you're not getting ahead in life. Was you gotta change your mentality, you know? Right. If you want success, say you are successful. Right. We were just talking about how like all of us, uh, you know, some of us in our friends group, like we didn't see each other for quite a long time and I think you know, we really use that time to grow and you know, mm-hmm. some of some of the time we spent it lonely, I'm assuming, like but you know, I think that was good for us and I think like getting to know yourself in a lonely estate and you know, in your lonely, in your loneliest state of being, I think it's like a wonderful thing, you know, because I feel like it truly gives you time to really explore your mind and really like realize that uh, sometimes not nobody being there is actually like it's kind of a blessing because mm-hmm. you don't have an outside corruption to corrupt your brain. Mm-hmm. You really get to discover who you are for yourself, right? And you, <clears throat> I feel like you know you like I, like we talked about it, like you get to forgive yourself for being human. And, you know, you learn to move forward. I think that's what, like, a lot of people need. Like, a lot, I think a lot of people are scared to be alone. And, I mean, it's okay. Though. I, I understand why people feel that way, you know? Look look within and accept yourself, you know? It's it's a tough, it's a tough uh, shock, you know? Looking at the mirror, looking at yourself face on. Right. It's tough. It's really hard. And, you know, like, uh, but you have to, you have to do it, you know? And, and, like you said, looking within yourself, like, that's a really key component mm-hmm. because, a lot of us, well, you know, we look for outside help. And like I said, all of everything that people do to, to help themselves, like, it's understandable. Like, it's human nature, for example, to, like, go to therapy or go ask for help from mom and dad or, you know, go ask for this or go look for outside sources. But at the end of the day, you're never going to get an answer because the answers are within yourself. Absolutely. You know, like, we, we often... Uh, put people, other people on pedestals and, you know, we look to other people for answers, but in our reality, like you are, you essentially are stardust, you are clay and water, you are the universe relearning itself and all the answers are within you, like, you have to meditate you have to, like, you know uh, stop resisting, you know the the less you resist, the easier everything will feel, it will come to you like you know, hard Tough times don't last. Fucking tough people do. Be one with the ebb and flow. That's true. Yeah. Tough people do. Exactly. And I think that uh, we need more of it. We need more. We need more of us talking about it. Like, you know what I mean? I think there's not enough. I think it's like, uh, it's almost like taboo to talk about these things a little bit, you know? You know, uh, we, we, we definitely got a lot of growing to do, but... You know, hopefully these podcasts begin to break down those doors, make conversation a little bit easier. And um, and it becomes like a safe space for people to, you know, just feel like they have somebody they can open up to. I'm not saying we're licensed therapists or anything, but we at least have an understanding because shit, I, I at least speak for myself, man. I come from the mud, you know, it's shit's not shit hasn't been easy, you know, and, and there's been a lot of shit that I've gone through. So I could probably relate to everybody's story, you know. Not every single person, but something about you that you fucking that you feel like, damn, like I, I this shit kind of makes me sad sometimes. 
Bro, just bring it to the pod. Let's talk about it because everybody has a story. You know, everybody, everybody's, uh, what's the word, fallible? Everybody has flaws. Nobody's perfect, you know? Everybody's been through some shit. And that goes for even, even the people who are potentially, you know, responsible for your traumas, you know? They're not perfect either. I mean, at the end of the day, right? everybody's, everybody's learning, you know? And uh, we're only better than our ancestors. You know, we're only better than our fucking parents or whatever because of the shit that, you know, they were able to teach the people who taught us. You know what I'm saying? So, right. I don't know. It's Don't be so hard on yourselves, guys. Life is short, you know, and in the grand scheme of things, life is a fucking blink of an eye for you guys to to not try to live your happiest life, to not seek, you know, what makes you guys happy. What uh, makes you feel fulfilled? You're not doing yourself. You're not doing yourself any favors, man. Life will be. Life will happen faster than you think. Right. I think like that. You know. With that being said, I think like you said, we have to connect. I think that's the only, one of the only ways to truly like move is, uh, you know, spend that time by yourself, get to know yourself, and then start to reach out, start to connect. Once you. Like slowly start to hear yourself, you know, it's gonna take. This is gonna be a process for right. for all all of us that are damaged. It's like, you know, you're repairing yourself, you're rewriting. Once you start meditating and forgiving yourself, forgiving everybody around you, like, it, you start lifting and un- unblocking channels in your body. Like, you start thinking differently. Like, you start being blessed. You start, you know, uh, resonating at a different frequency. You start attracting other things in your life. You start attracting more positive energy you know like it's really true and it's really simple as that it you know if you dwell in the sh- in the shithole that's where you're going to remain mm-hmm. and you know it's it's that powerful that if you think you're gonna that shit's gonna be hard that life is gonna be hard then it will be because that's how strong your mind is you know like i said it's meant to be easy it's easy as you want it to be i was just reading a about this nurse and this doctor during I think it was either World War One or World mm-hmm. War Two, where uh, there was an injured soldier like he got injured so fucking bad. Wait, no, never mind. That was another one, but it, it was still during World War One or two. Mm-hmm. Well, this guy, uh, uh, they found he fucking. Uh, it was in that era. They this guy found out that he had cancer, and uh, this doctor was like, "Hey, uh, we just did this research on this one mm-hmm. fucking medicine." And we're going to give it to you for 21 days straight and you're going to be cancer free. Like we already, it's already been tested. Like it works 100%. And then he was like, fuck it, let's do it. So they gave the guy this fucking pill for 21 days. It was, it was like a fucking baking soda pill. It went, it didn't have shit in it, no medication, nothing. They, they told the guy to come back. They're like, yo, uh, come back after you take this shit. They're like, yo, all the fucking tumors is gone. Like you're, you are cured, you're healed. And you know, they let him go. Like it was miraculous that like the placebo let alone the placebo, but your his mind was that strong that the it could, power of just thinking, oh, I'm gonna be better. I am better. Right, I'm I am better. better. And he healed himself. And then he later on he heard on the news like, yo, this that yeah. fucking one drug was bogus. That test said he was bogus, and he believed it. And the cancer came back. No way. And then uh, he he went back again one more time to the doctor, and the doctor was like, no, that that shit was bullshit. It really works. Yeah. They're tricking the people. I was like, but you know what? We have another stronger version of the medicine here. This one comes in a shot. Fucking gave him the shot. Cured himself again. Just water or some shit. Or saline. saline and fucking salts. And cured himself right to fight the fuck back again. Wow. But, the power of the mind, man. Right. And that's what I tell people. It's just like, I, I, it's just so powerful. Like, you know, you ever have an anxiety attack or you freak something out. You're like, I need to go to the hospital. Like... And you you trick yourself into thinking it's that bad, you know? Dude, my cousin, he, a couple times, he's, he's freaked himself into a panic attack. But, shit. You know, you, you, your mind definitely is strong as fuck. And, and manifestation only happens if you act on it. But you got to be able to see what you want. And imagine you already have it. So with that being said, guys, you know what I see myself wanting and i see myself already having a nice camera setup some good audio setup and hopefully the next episode doesn't have technical difficulties most definitely but you know i think we just i think what also happened it was that we didn't stress it we just fucking switched into an audio and and we saw things from a different perspective like this is our chance to get our speaking game up Mm -hmm. to get uh you know the cotton up you know we still 
let's just see who who's uh, listening to the podcast, you know? Like, if people are still going to join in and listen, even though the audio's gone, or let's just see. Yeah. We get to know information, you know? It's like we explore different depths, different realms, different things, and we just learn from it, and, and that's how we take it, and that's how more blessings comes, you know? That's how we will get the new mic and the new camera. True, true, true. You know, if you're tuning in and you got some cool uh, audio shit that you don't need anymore, we'll be more than happy to fucking rehome it. <laughs> facts, man, facts. If you guys have some, uh, yeah, like you said, if you guys have some good mic equipment, video equipment, if you guys have DSLR cameras, hit me up. But until then, we're going to leave this off on uh, one of my favorite songs. You guys probably ask yourselves every morning, who should you be? Who should I be? Lil Yachty, should I be? You've been listening to the HNS podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. Lil Yachty's Should I Be?